So happy early, early morning. This is Blonde Haired Girl. And I wanted to do a rambling on faith. I've been thinking about the term walk by faith and not by sight. I've been thinking about this a lot. It sort of goes with my theme of um, imagination and, and the kingdom being within us. And then there's the practicalities of daily living this way, <laughs> by faith. <laughs> so over the last year and I'm going to speak a bit today about finances. I'm going to talk about finances because I have found it to be an area in my life where I'm just so excited to live differently. I'm really excited about living differently financially. I have always gone and gotten a job. I've gone and gotten a job when I've worked for people. I've been very lucky in my life to have a career path that I really, really have liked. It sort of happened. Um, I happened into it. Well, I guess I don't believe anything's really happenstance, but I had gone to college to become a counselor. All I really wanted to do was be a counselor. I wanted to help people. I, I wanted to be a nurse. <laughs> but then this thing happened where um, my dad was having procedures at the time. And the sight of blood made me like almost pass out. <laughs> I thought, okay, well, I'm probably not going to be a very good nurse. <laughs> so I abandoned that, and I um, wanted to be a counselor, to be of service. So, but what ended up happening was, excuse me, big yawn. <laughs> what ended up happening was I, I ended up that my, my oldest child, when he was very young, he needed therapies. He was um, diagnosed supposedly autistic. And I always say supposedly now because I don't know what anything is anymore in all actuality. We put these labels on everything, but I, <clears throat> but I don't know. Like, they really mean so little to me. I mean, it gives me some broad understanding of somebody, but... I, I just say supposedly to everything now. And so he was supposedly diagnosed with autism and um, and he was going to speech therapy and they had a position open there for speech therapy aid. And I very, very happily applied and I was the aid for an amazing woman. She was so good. She was so incredibly good and smart and um, 
And then I was promptly taken by the early intervention program. I was a playgroup leader, support coordinator at the time. And then I went back to school, got my master's degree in counseling, and then I became a DSI, a developmental special instructor. And so I go to people's homes and I work I sit on the floor and play with them and their child <laughs> and whatever developmental skills we're working on, that's that's what I work on. So I've been able to do a a job that I've actually really, really loved. I've I've worn many different hats too. I've also been an infant teacher at a really, really great um college where I live. And I also was a coach. I was a coach for a quality program, quality um, where it was trying to raise the quality of care for children in child care. And I was a coach for them for about four years. And I really loved that job too. So I have been just so incredibly fortunate in my life and right now I'm doing my early intervention work again so I'm doing I go out and I evaluate some children and then some children I see ongoing I go to meetings um, but I'm incredibly busy <laughs> um, with what I'm doing but I I got a paycheck that was less than I was hoping for I just looked at my banking app and it's several hundred dollars less than what I was hoping for. And this state of panic kind of came over me uh, again. Um, and I was, and then I decided that I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Because I have these other projects going on. And I am going to live by faith. I'm going to live by faith. So what I'm learning is, and the thing that I find so interesting is that Jesus talked about all of this. When he was on the planet, he talked about um, that he came that we might have life abundantly. He said that every all of our needs were taken care of. If you ask for a loaf of bread, would God give you a stone? He said, um, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you could say to that mountain to move and it would move. He was telling us about quantum physics. <laughs> he taught us so much. Well, he was talking about quantum physics, and then ultimately, he showed us that there is no death. When he passed out of his body, he came back and showed himself to his disciples. A lot of times, I feel like we, as a Christian community, we really miss that. Or don't, excuse me, I'm yawning again. <laughs> or we don't have enough emphasis on it. But anyway, so... For the last year, I have been really attempting to do things differently in the area of my finances in particular. 
I am, I'm really excited. I have, I've, about my life, I'm so excited about what's happening, what I, where I'm at in my life. I'm, I'm actually pretty much self-employed right now. I, I do work for an agency, but I, I'm a independent contractor with them. So I get paid per service, which is a really different thing for me. I've never done that before. I've never quite lived this way before. So I'm, I'm, you know, this is a new thing. And, um, but uh, this is really, I mean, my early intervention is really my SAG gig because my gig gig is my book writing and my podcast and my YouTubes. I have a YouTube channel called Blonde Haired Girl where I chronicled my journey. I knew that something really, really significant was happening and I chronicled it. I have over 160 YouTubes that I've uploaded and I did quite a few more than that, but I took some of them off for various reasons. I go through and edit. I really haven't edited any time recently, but I go through and I edit them, but, but they're not even actually the bulk of what, um, what has, is really transpiring in my life. And what is really transpiring in my life is that I live so differently. My brain is just different. I live differently. Like I think differently. Um, I, I have coined the phrase quantumly. It's the name of my second book, Living Quantumly. Because what has started to happen is even though I, I had a summer of, of synchronicities that were one on top of each other, it was just, it was just like they were so close together and I was having so many in a day and they were so intense. But they, they've slowed down, but I still live in this really weird state of synchronicity um, through music, through numbers, through words, through symbols. Um, I continue to get this like fairly steady stream of input from what I call God my or and my entourage, which are people, beings. I'm not sure they're all um, people who have passed on to the next side that I know that I don't know. My I call them my entourage. So I have an entourage that um, I get feedback from. But like, for example, yesterday I had opened my shades like I do every morning. I get out of bed, I open the shade, and this raven flew right at my window and landed on the gutter, like the rain gutter right outside my window. I look up and he's looking right at me. 
And then, like, and then I was telling this lady at work who has like this similar things with birds, and um, and I was telling her about this one day I was meditating. I'm meditating outside, and I hear this pretty loud go by me, you know, and I'm like, oh, what is that? Hoping something's not gonna land on my head. And I open my eyes, and there's this little hummingbird the cutest little hummingbird that's just like buzzing like right around me. I'm like, oh, so sweet. And I have a thing with eagles and um, they fly by my car a lot, like right by my car, like right by my windshield. But so I have this, this like steady stream of these weird synchronicities like I'm really, really, really into numbers. Like I had um I had to pick, you know, an um an amount of money per book to like sell my book at. And I picked that I would get a royalty of three dollars and thirty three cents for every book that I sold because I love the number three three three. And then the other day, I was sitting and I was looking at this ring that had given been given to me about 14 years ago. I'm looking down at this ring and I, and I <laughs> see that it has exactly 33 diamonds in it, like not big diamonds, but really small. Most of them are really small, these diamonds, 33 stones in my ring anyway so it's starting to be where I'm I'm living more by that than I am by actual what I'm seeing the the not yet manifest is becoming more more um, prevalent for me in my mind so I just keep imagining, you know, that my book sells 100,000 copies, the one that I've already published, you know, or somehow large sums of money start to come to me, and I'm able to pay off everything, and my son will be able to live where we're living now for, you know, it won't be taken from him, he'll always have a place to live, and I pay off all my debts to everyone and then I have some money extra to ultimately buy a tiny home and live by the ocean I envision myself waking up every day to the sound of the ocean and I'm a writer and I write I meditate. I do what I do. I imagine that someday I'm going to be asked to speak. I have had for many, many, many years this vision of myself walking up steps to some kind of landing with like a microphone, like it was obvious that I was getting 
up to speak. I did not know for years what I was going to be speaking about, and now I do. <laughs> now I do know what I'm going to be speaking about. I'm going to be speaking about the fact that life is really amazing. It's so amazing to be on this planet. It's so amazing. I'm hearing the wind outside and there's this huge tree that is right outside in the courtyard where I live. And I'm hearing the wind blow the leaves and it's so beautiful. And I see rainbows all the time, which used to be a sign of for me for God for God. I I remember years ago I asked for a sign. <laughs> I asked for a sign. I was really in a desperate situation and I asked for a sign and then Either on, it was a little bit when I wasn't, I don't think it was on Instagram at the time, so it must have been Facebook where I got this picture of a double and it was a round, wasn't even just a half rainbow, it was a round double rainbow over Niagara Falls. That's a pretty big sign. And so I knew that I was going, now I know that I'm going to be talking about how amazing that this life is and that we can live by faith. I'm demonstrating living by faith. Faith in what is not seen. Faith in the esoteric faith and the vibration around us, faith in the God, the universe, the source, the creator that creates worlds and providing for us, our daddy, having faith in my daddy that he will provide for me not only for my needs, I mean, this is something that I've talked about quite a bit in in my YouTubes, like this idea that we've been put out, I think in a lot of religion, it's put out, you know, that poverty is somehow this all this better spiritual state. That it's like better to be poor, and I I don't think Jesus ever even said that. I think the the issue was something entirely different. It was it was a love of money above everything. But money itself is a really great thing. Like having the money, like I I just love what it feels like to take care of my children. I love what it feels like to give them cash. I like them having what they want, not just what they need. Like, we have a roof over our head, but 
every once in a while, my son sends me these text messages. Mom, will you go get me some Ben and Jerry's ice cream? <laughs> I've talked about this agnosium in my, in my YouTube videos. And so I like to be able to go and buy him whatever Ben and Jerry's ice cream he's wanting at the time. I like what that feels like. I just know it's coming. I know it's coming. I know. I know it's here, actually. It's not just coming. It's here. I know it's here. I know it's here, and I am seeing it. I'm already seeing it. I'm already seeing an increase. I, I got my first royalty check for my for my first book. I had published it. I believe it was June 1st. I think it was June 1st. Isn't that crazy? I'm not sure what the date was. And and here's something else that I really wanted to share. Given the topics that I've been given giving even in this podcast, I really want to share this. So I had finished the the rough draft of my first book and I did a YouTube about it because I was elated. I was so elated. I was brought to tears and I really, really, really wanted to go have a commensary drink, <laughs> like a celebration. I, I was so... I was so elated about finishing that rough draft and I'm nearly done with the rough draft on my second book and it doesn't have near the impact. It doesn't have nearly the impact for me and this is why I talk about at length about the staying in alignment staying in alignment with God, the universe, source, whatever you want to call it, for everything. Because it's everything. It's everything to be in alignment with that. I was doing my meditations recently have been unbelievable. <laughs> I hope I'm not maybe I'm I'm getting to bragging. <laughs> okay, now she's just bragging. But I have to share. So I was doing this meditation. I, I live on a golf course and I had tried to run the golf course and I had finished running and I had come to the where I get on the golf course and I was meditating and I could see him I could see Jesus was there he was with me and I got to just spend some time with him and I just I don't really talk about Jesus very much, but he, I love him so much. 
I just love him. I just think that Jesus is the most amazing person. I guess you would call him a person. And just like the time, because there is no like time as we think about it. And I'm not sure how it all works, but there isn't time as we think about it. But if you think about the time that he was living in, it was just so, it seems from history, history, whatever that is, that he was living in a really barbaric time. I mean, you think about crucifixion. Who comes up with this? A really, really, really mean species comes up with this. But anyway, so he's living in this time and he was born into Judaism and there's, I'm not sure how many rules there are in Judaism, but there are a lot. There's a lot of rules in Judaism and and then there's this idea of the sacrifice of blood for the forgiveness of sins in Judaism, which isn't that much different than other cultures. I haven't studied this at length, but there's this sacrifice of animals in the temple for the forgiveness of sins. And He's living in this time, but he's discovering this completely different way of living. He has this connection with God where he realizes that he can turn water into wine. The universe can turn God, water into wine. But through the power of our of our belief, we could turn water into wine. So he starts to discover this stuff and about freedom, about there being only two commandments, not ten and not however many rules there are in the Old Testament. There's only two rules. And they're not necessarily rules, they're just ways of being, and that is to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And also, the other thing about Jesus that I just love is how much he loved women. Not in the sense, you know, like not a womanizer sense, but he loved women. You have what Mary and Martha, and then you have Mary Magdalene, who was his disciple, his mother. 
And then you think about who was there when he got crucified, who was actually at the foot. Who was there, who stayed. And I believe John, his disciple, was there, but the other disciples had ran in fear, which I can understand. They all ultimately, I think besides John, they all ultimately got their own crucifixion in one way or another, but It was a really, really scary time, but he loved women, and they would say, why are you talking to her? Why do you talk to women? You know, women are like second-class citizens on, at the time. It's a whole other podcast that I will do about women in this time. I won't get into it right now, but I just love the fact that he respected women and he treated them kindly. I think about the woman who touched him and he turned around and said, who touched me? Who touched me? And This little woman was standing there and he said, your faith has healed you. Your faith has healed you. It's our beliefs. And so, I am, I'm learning and it's so exciting to be, have more faith than I did a day ago. It just seems to be increasing. And I think about that, this song, and I know it sounds really silly, but sometimes I sing it in my car. The song, I Have Faith Like a River. I have faith like a river in my soul. I have faith like a river in my soul. And I'm going to go. I appreciate you guys listening to these podcasts. This is another story that I just keep keep telling everyone. When I looked yesterday, 110 people, I think some including me, quite frankly, (laughs) because I listen to them most of the time before I actually publish them. Um, 110 people have listened to my, to my podcast. I, I got my, every month I kept my, um, YouTube summary And for last month, they said that I had been listened to over 500,000 minutes. 500,000 minutes. People took time out of their schedule to listen. And I am so appreciative. 
I'm so appreciative. I appreciate you. I appreciate us. Just at this every day on this beautiful, beautiful planet. Just learning joy. I remember um, I listened to Abraham Hicks a lot. And I remember this one story that she was talking about, like a rocket ship. And how it goes through so many, so much resistance until it gets out of our atmosphere. And then it just sort of floats <laughs> in a way. I mean, I know it's still in a trajectory, but. And that's what we're doing. We're collectively learning how to get through the resistance, to stay in what I would call now kind of the womb of God, where it's like warm, the temperature is perfect. And we have a constant stream of nutrients of all types. From that which created us. To just kind of float. And trust and know. That everything. Everything. Is going to be not just okay. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. And on that note, that's a wrap.